0: anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the hidden outs of the an old school nerd. And proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd.
1: Welcome to mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Brian, Lynette, and Vic. How's everybody doing? Realized that you do that alphabetically, hmm. not always. Yeah. How? So uh, actually, <laughs> Vic is right. I, I kind of just mix it up. Um, in this in this episode, we get a little apocalyptic as we traverse the planet Jira with the most dangerous soldier, MD Geist. M.D. Geist was originally released in Japan by Nippon Columbia in 1986. Uh, it was released in North America by Central Park Media in 1992. Uh, it's a, an anime and comic book series about a post-apocalyptic world, a different world, uh, Planet Jera. And it's uh, about Geist, who is uh, the most dangerous soldier. Number two, I that. <laughs> yeah, is uh, genetically engineered to be a killing machine. And all the MDS units went homicidally insane. And uh so they, they locked Geist in a cryo tube, I guess, and in space. In space. And then you know fuck it. Alright, so I'm not gonna bother <laughs>
0: finishing the rest of this plot. God. Because... God. Yo. <laughs> First time listeners. <laughs> does a wonderful job. He really is a master of pulling out all the little nuances and stuff uh, of the previous anime. So I want you to go back and watch it because this is going to be a completely different show and sir, I thank you for it. Let's (laughs) get ready to crumble.
2: Oh my god!
3: Brian has been just letting this bubble up underneath the skin for weeks now. What? This
1: plot plot is... It's nonsensical. All right, this, guys, this anime is, it's like, it's like heavy metal. I don't mean like the comic book series. This is
0: this like is the a, a, what's
2: that? The video, the movie. Yeah,
1: just uh, but like in but bad, right? Like heavy metal it, it's a slog, but this is like a, a heavy metal album cover. This that's what this that's about as much substance as a heavy metal album cover. <laughs> so it's like a high schooler got high and said oh man he's like the most dangerous soldier and he's in space but what's it's post apocalyptic uh, it, d- everything about this makes no fucking sense <laughs>
2: <laughs> i thought it was like, i thought it was like if you took everything bad from mad max thunderdome conan the barbarian <laughs> and game of thrones uh, the mountain and shoved it into one person and said right. I have I'm no, no idea the what north you're- star.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just a yeah just a dash okay.
0: of fist. All right. All right. In, a, in, in we have truly gone off the rails because <laughs> I actually have a thought and I was wondering if we could figure out how right I am. Go ahead. Okay. First question.
3: Yes, this movie is the reason why drugs are illegal in Japan.
0: <laughs> Knew that. Wanted to figure that out. Thank you very much. Uh, but first question: Did any of the writers here work on anything from Hasbro, or are you <laughs> here? Uh, uh, it's, it's a reasonable question. No, uh, no, we'll have no, to, no.
1: I'll let I'll no, let no, Vic no, research no. this because so this movie starts making with no sense whatsoever it there's a crawl that tries to set you up right yes it, and Lynette gestured and I have to comment on it so it starts with this crawl and you're like okay and then it cuts to the shot of this blonde killing machine and he's already got a bullet in his head yep. <laughs> like right in the center of his head no reason how it got there no reason why it's not killed him there's there's no backstory. Is it why
2: he hasn't tried to take it out? He's I mean, just <laughs>
1: sitting in his forehead and, and he's harpooning a spaceship and <laughs> and there's no and you don't really get it. I mean, it took me a lot longer than it probably should have to understand that this was a prologue to what was happening because there was really no setup. It's just this happens and then we cut away. What? Nothing.
3: Hold I, on, time out, time out. Okay, on. wait, Is wait, it, wait, oh, wait no. Brian, Brian, it's I got answers no, for you.
1: Oh, no, Brian, he has answers. All right,
3: about the writer. Yeah, no, he has not done anything for Hasbro, but he has done The Giver. He has done a bunch of uh, TV common writer shows. He's done a bunch of Super Sentai movies.
1: So I can, I can see flavors of Giver in this. But this is Guyver on its worst day.
3: Oh, and he's also he's also done Digimon Fusion. <laughs> so, that, <laughs> all right. So with that being said, everything Digimon, I was
2: going to ask I, I was, that, that's out of left field, right? I got yeah. this one dude.
3: Like, OEVs, Everything super violent except Ultraman. He's done an Ultraman OAV. Television. He's done Happy Lucky Bikuriman, the Gigi No Kitaro series. He's done Digimon Fusion. He's done, like I said, Kamen Riders, a bunch of Super Sentai movies and shows. And
0: yeah. So here was my thought. MD Guy is Evil Duke. (laughs) Evil (laughs) Duke. Okay. All right. I, I, I really, this is the first time. All right. Again, first time listeners, we have gone through so many animes where we have talked about how you can see the influence. How are we saying that? When uh, GI Joe and Transformers and Hasbro, they were dubbed in English and everything was done in America, but the artwork is actually anime. Mm-hmm. All right, studios were Japanese, right? So the animators were Japanese. This was the first time I felt like I could see that correlation because indie guys had such a feel of GI Joe in the way everything was drawn, even like I felt like the same artist did the dreadnought. <laughs> you know?
1: I mean, it could be, right? It, it could be that the staff was probably some of the, might have been some of the animation team that worked for G.I. Joe had performed out to. It's entirely possible, hence stylistically. But this is like G.I. Joe on an acid trip, bad day. This is bad G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is already, I mean, rose-colored glasses, but this is really bad, GI Joe. It it's worse. The works. opening title has my favorite line in this whole movie, and it's a line of text that's trying to explain the MDS, the most dangerous soldier. And it says that they have the super mundane fighting ability. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Right.
2: right. It's, it's
1: not. It's not awesome. It's just super mundane.
2: They just don't die. That's yeah, what it's super like,
0: like I, 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 I thought, like, have we been using mundane
3: wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to Google mundane.
1: I swear to God what? I did, guys. I looked it up. We've not been using it wrong. Because <laughs> okay. I questioned everything I thought I knew. <laughs>
3: Put it in. Ooh, second meeting, meaning of this earthly world rather than heavenly or spiritual one so Uh,
2: yeah i don't
3: (laughs) No, just no
2: he's he was still not no (laughs) yeah there were a lot of things that i was trying to check off it was he was not check. he was not meeting anything for like Uh, the most dangerous other than the fact that he didn't die he he caught he caught a bullet in his
1: in
0: his (laughs) his forehead wrinkles Brian. Maybe he's so yeah. mundane it takes him a while for those wounds to actually affect him. <laughs>
1: like it's, he's so mundane that it like circles back around like a movie that's so bad it's good
3: like the wound healed before his body realized he was shot like, he like he got shot, yeah and then his
0: mundane superpowers took over and like uh, uh, you're not going to die. Okay. You know what? Whatever.
3: This It <laughs> yeah, was shot.
0: This is come, come first, back
1: to this. Like 60 seconds of this movie. This the first 60 seconds is already setting you up for all this.
2: He was he was doing mind over matter. He has no mind, so it didn't really matter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he got you know, shot.
0: You know, in, in the movie, yeah,
3: for
0: sure. Then the crawler, <laughs> didn't it say something about this happened like a thousand years or five hundred years after the Christ Wars. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What did that have to do with anything? And absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs> they tried to make. That's why I said this is like a heavy metal album cover, in the sense of they tried to like build this epic story on the thinnest, most m- minimal amount of con- you know, possible content. It d- does it, it zero sense. Zero. And and as far as I know, and I didn't do the homework because fuck that. There was a manga that was made after this that tried to explain
0: things like a prequel. Beforehand. Come on,
2: did it show oh, like? Did you. it show like the artist getting drunk and then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> How much cocaine was on
3: the table? <laughs> I just oh, cocaine and a copy of Heavy Metal.
2: Yeah, the manga just shows a copy of Heavy Metal. Nudie parties, (laughs) yo. And no,
0: we're actually skipping now. Five minutes into this, into the movie now. Apparently, nudity didn't mean nothing in this bitch. No,
1: no, no, definitely not.
3: It was there literally just for the fans because Geist did not care,
2: dude. No, he didn't.
1: (laughs) We're gonna get there. So this, it does this (laughs) opening crawl thing. It does this whole bullet to the forehead thing with no story whatsoever. We don't know how the bullet got there. I don't know. And then, and then it cuts to a spaceship crashing. And then all of a sudden, Geist is in an episode of Naked and Afraid, and he's got like '80s rocker hair mullet going on. I don't know what the hell that is.
3: He was doing his best Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator impression.
0: Mm-hmm. Yo, know, but I love that line there. He says, "Somebody was playing with fire." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He did not look intimidating at all. Oh my
1: God. He's naked and afraid, and he just happens upon a guy who's dying in Nexrum power armor, which I had to well, yeah. pay attention to. The what? Um, as Fist of the North Star rejects are taunting him. That's, yep. that's, that's my note. There's this a bunch of Fist of the North Star rejects are taunting him as he's like, walks up to this guy who just died in armor. And he's like, oh, this is cool. I think I'll take some of this. And of course, make short work of them because he's MD Geist.
0: The most dangerous. Super mundane. And
1: the girl, whose name I never picked up. Oh, I forgot it, too. She starts chatting him up like she's recruiting a band. Like, she just, hey, what's up? Oh, you want the suit? Yeah, take it. No big deal. And she looks at her like, bitch, I wasn't asking.
0: <laughs> you want to jam? You want to jam with us? You want to jam with uh, us? <laughs>
2: she,
0: she I, I
2: called her, like, outer space girl because her brain was just not she there. She
0: is
1: she moves fast she took that align yourself with the strongest guy in the room approach asked like she did not and just throwing herself at him
0: please literally no <laughs> so, i can tell you one thing it's clear that Indy Geist, when he was in space he did not watch that man episode of gogo Go 13
3: <laughs> <laughs> he he, I, he did not understand his role no nah. <laughs>
1: So I this at this point he's he's got this armor. I'm
3: calling it armor. It
1: looks like a knight's armor, but it's power armor. You know, okay. The, maybe the highlight of the movie is the way this armor looks. Maybe, but everything else doesn't. Like the mecha design is really bad. Right. We've seen a lot of really good mecha design, and these power suits look really dumb. They got like these, like legs with like extra sticks to like help them stand up. It's like. It reminds me of when you don't know how to engineer and you're building Legos and you think, I'm gonna make this robot and then it doesn't stand. And you're like, I'm just gonna stick a stick on the back here to make right? it stand up better. I need a stick on this side so it and you just keep piling shit on this, trying to get it to stand because you think it's gonna be the coolest thing ever. That's what it felt like looking at the robots in there
2: with the shoulder pads and the <laughs> helmet that went that in scale. Like- you know- <sighs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was terrible
1: it was, all of, that's this it was whole movie to me bad. this whole movie feels like like everybody was trying so hard to be cool oh man I got an anime gig I gotta impress my friends <laughs> I'm trying to make the coolest anime the manliest
0: anime ever <laughs> it's
3: just that Fist of North Star already existed
2: oh my
0: yeah. gosh seriously. Man. Scale was also something wrong with this one. You didn't know how big the tank was. You didn't know how big the mechs were. And the mech was big. Oh, come on. And, and it and it was, you know what it was,
1: like, one of the things with watching this is it felt like you could see this person was a fan of a lot of other things and tried to incorporate those things into this. He was probably a fan of G.I. Joe, tried to kind of incorporate. He was a fan of Venus Wars because that tank kind of reminds me of, like, the ships in Venus Wars. Like, he's a, obviously a fan of, like, Maddox 1, but couldn't figure out how to make his own mech, so he just took sticks on it to make his, you know, like He was clearly trying to emulate a lot of things, but couldn't capture any semblance of originality or... I don't know. It was rough. 20 minutes into this, I still didn't know the character's motivations. No motivations. He was in really sleep, he crashed, he woke up, and now he wants
3: money? He was just a dick. <laughs> i think that's all there was to it he's the
1: protagonist i want to be clear as we go through this his character is the protagonist he's the
2: least horrible person (laughs) of all the people you meet and he
3: starts the doomsday device
2: so that was right
3: yes he turned on the death force
1: tanks are getting uh the tank thing is getting attacked the ship on or whatever and then and they're like freaking out so geist is on his harley and he's like, yeah, we're going to ride in and we're going to save them. And she's like, oh, we're we going to save. He's like, we're going to save the guys in the tank. But they are. So he's like explaining to her how he knows that they'll pay more. So we're going to help them. All of a sudden we care about money. That's fine. So he rides in on his Harley to save the people in their tank, right? And then through, I don't know, an action sequence, maybe five minutes longer than it should have been, you find out the guys in the tank had power armors. Right, so then the guy in the tank hops out with his power armor, starts fucking people up, crushes a guy's skull, then lands and he's like, thank you guys for all your help. I'm like, dude, you could have solved this by yourself 20 minutes ago. What are you doing?
3: <laughs> and that's only 10 minutes in.
0: There's way too much head crushing.
2: Yes. <laughs> there was a lot. It, I, I felt it was gratuitous. Gratuitous head crushing. And, and, and knives to the face. I didn't, I didn't understand it. I love um,
1: that he like he hangs upside down in the front of the guy's purse. Eh! <laughs> it looks like eh! <laughs> That's
2: so he pulls a he pulls a Chucky and you know what it felt like. Uh, but oh, I have man. to say, I, I and the, the whole throughout the whole thing, the girl is just all excited. I have to say, if a dude pushed me and knocked me off a of bed
3: do <laughs> yeah, we do? Oh, one time.
2: I don't think I don't think I would support him anymore. <laughs> At the very least, I would walk away. Yeah, she's like his fucking
1: manager. She's like walking in, talking for him, like trying to wheel and deal. It's like, I don't know how Geist tolerates her presence. He doesn't want to fuck her. She's clearly no use in battle. Like, why is she here? He he killed people for less. <laughs> So what's he doing with her?
2: Yeah, I was. I thought he was. I I thought he was gonna crush her head in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like I laughed. <laughs> just, he's been doing that the whole time, or stab her in the face. But he, he did not. He just knocked her off the bed.
1: Let her be there. I don't know. So he he, he saves oh, them her bed. for her for her bed. Now yeah, kicks her out of her bed.
2: And yeah. she picked up her clothes and walked away and said, "I will get him." I will win him over. I was like...
3: She's walking out of her own room. Right? At her own place.
2: Right? I'm sitting there going, dude, this is supposed to be like Mad Max Conan Barbarian. Where are your, like, sabers, guns, and things? I'd have shot him up, but... Nope, she just walked around going, I will have him love me later. I was like... No. No.
0: <laughs> no. <That's> not, <laughs> this is not the what you're
3: supposed to work. <laughs> Like no one got any loving in this series.
0: She's helping him
1: negotiate with the the, the captain guy, and then and I don't I don't really fully understand it, but then then Geist does the weirdest flex of all, and it's. <laughs> and then walks off. I wrote it down because I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he, he leaves the room, and everybody's like. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on, man?
2: He was trying to winter soldier the guy. What the fuck was that? (laughs) He's trying to winter soldier the guy. Fire truck. Milk.
0: Mission report, report, December.
1: (laughs) He walks off, and they let him walk off. They didn't pay him.
2: What, didn't didn't they even tell the girl, because she's trying to negotiate, didn't they tell her, we didn't ask for your help, we could have done this by ourselves. Because they did.
3: <laughs> what happened is that they never struck a deal with what the price was.
1: So, so apparently, maybe that's, I don't know. So these power words, he says, and he walks off, and, and then and then they, they convince him to to help. And then we come to the two... Most middle school naming conventions ever. So you know the story was written by by people who are you know barely pubescent, and that's Brain Palace and Death Force. Right, <laughs> right. We have to access the Brain Palace. You we know what stop I, the I Death Force. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, you, I had to grab a drink once, about <laughs> halfway into this movie because I. Like I, I don't think you have to. I don't think you should be sober to understand what this <sighs> movie is trying to say. Brain
1: Dude. Palace, man. Brain, pal- brain Palace, Brain Palace is is
2: stupid.
1: So no it's brain. The, it, it's the eighties. You can get away with Death Force because it was the eighties, but Brain Palace is not. There's nothing intimidating about Brain Palace. You both
2: are 30- <laughs> All right. It's the home for the super mundane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So there is, there is uh, one of the things, this, uh, one of the many things this is infamous for is uh, the first cut. Uh, when it came out, it was... So uh, US MangaCore, the company that released it under uh, Central Park Media, they co-opted the silhouette of Geist as their logo. And uh, he was their logo for... I don't know, so they went out of business why why because apparently the founder was obsessed with this movie like an unhealthy obsession to the point that he released a special edition with added scenes and they called it the director's cut like the american studio convinced the japanese studio to release a director's cut give them an add scenes to try and flush it out we didn't watch that version And it doesn't matter because the last thing I wanted to do was subject you to five more minutes. So (laughs) I watched that one. (laughs) Congratulations, well done. So (laughs) this in 96, this came out in 86. In 96, 10 years later, they released the director's cut with an additional five minutes. I saw it back when it came out. I I bought it. And
3: uh, it's in the other room right now.
1: It's it, they like tried to include an epilogue that paved way through the sequel ten years later. This is pre-avatar bullshit. Ten years it took them to convince the studio that it was worthwhile to make a sequel. And the only reason why is because the first one did well here. It did well enough here that they were able to convince the Japanese studio to make a sequel.
2: Were we were we dumb in the eighties?
3: Yeah, no, that we was- were very <laughs> dumb. We were very dumb. <laughs> We yeah. were desperate for anything anime.
2: Yeah,
3: we were done in the 2010s.
0: In the 2010s, as a matter of fact, we will go back to an episode, Golden Boy, right? Sure. Now, Golden Boy was the first one that I recommended to Lynette, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The story was we were going through the anime uh, convention, and we finally saw a dealer selling videos, and I started losing my shit. Because I saw MD guys first, I was going to buy MD guys, and I was going to say, "Lynette, we got to watch this together." And I don't think, had I not seen Golden Boy instead and grabbed that, it's quite possible that Lynette would not be here. It's entirely <laughs> possible that that she would have unfriended fate. you immediately.
2: Fate saved your fate saved our friendship. Fate
1: <laughs> saved. <her. laughs> yay fate
3: at least fate wasn't super mundane
1: so this (laughs) this uh the first cut of this movie uh was infamous for on top of just sucking that it uh it had a lot of animation mistakes and stuff and that's because uh, the crew that did it were pretty uh new to the job so they made a lot of uh interesting mistakes uh like uh at the end there's a body that like shifts on the you know the frame like they when they Go to the cell that was in the wrong place yeah. um yeah, but, I, <laughs> but another mistake that happened in it that this is just me i don't know why i caught it but i did is he's uh he's gearing up his armor and he's preparing his suit and he's these fight techs they call them and fight fight techs get it because it's fight and mech and they combine fight techs anyway so <laughs> <laughs> so there's this big robocop style armor right but he the open the door opens to do its badass reveal of his black and gold armor, and you're like, "Oh shit!" And then he steps out, and it's the sound of a of uh, a flat dress shoes on hardwood. I'm like, clack,
3: clack. yeah,
1: and i are like, "Wait, what?" I backed it up <laughs> because in my head, you know, you're 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 waiting for the RoboCop sound. You're going to, right? No, it's clack clack. That was the weirdest. I don't know why I caught it. I guess because I had just I'd given up all hope at this point. Uh, 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 <laughs> it's, it's this thing. I don't encourage you to go find it. It's but trust me, he steps out and it's it's like the foley artist decided to just put on dress shoes and walk them across the <laughs> it What's the weirdest?
3: I'm at the moment.
1: <laughs> oh, so weird. It just bugged me so much of like, you know what? Of course,
0: fuck this. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Why do, we do this to ourselves? Why we, did we?
1: I want to point out, Brian, that this was your idea. So no, no, <laughs>
2: look, look,
0: um, no, I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to. Accept
2: that. <laughs> I feel like we we have to apologize to people because its popularity was due to our our generation, right? <laughs> people who are going let's go watch M.D. Geist and walking away completely disappointed.
3: Totally not. If we had to suffer, everyone needs to suffer. Or
0: or did they walk away disappointed? Maybe there's another cult following. I tried to find one, not
1: Arduously, by the way, you know, it's a quick precursor kind of, and I couldn't find one pretty much unanimously. This movie is, is panned, but apparently the the founders of Central Park Media loved it enough. See, the thing was is they'd been using it as their logo for years before they even released the actual anime. They had taken the, the silhouette of Geist and they co-opted it as their logo for US Manga Corps. And then it took a couple years before they actually released MD Geist. So you had gotten used to Central Park Media releasing movies that were action and gore and like like Cyber and and you know they they even uh, Manga core even did a uh, Project Echo like like they'd gotten a lot of releases so by the time Geist dropped there was people people were you know anime fans were kind of hyped for it because oh shit this is the one that's in their logo <laughs> so it did gangbusters as far as anime releases are concerned because of all the hype that's that's how that one happened.
2: It splattered against the wall like those jelly octopi that you get in the coin machines, and, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Then instead of
1: walking down the wall, it just flopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So they 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 convinced guys to help them, and again at this point, no money, no motivation.
0: Just Did they convince no no they didn't convince guys. They allowed guys guys <laughs> convinced them to let him go
1: fair point so they they go on this mission to brain palace never gonna get tired of calling it that they're going to brain palace and 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 this guy gets just everybody's getting you know decimated and the one guy uh, i don't remember his name because it didn't matter he's with the he's with the colonel guy and he's and they got the colonel guy's telling him like you'll make it. It doesn't look that bad. And he's like coughing up blood. I'm like, no, nah, dude, it, it's that bad. He's, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's very much that bad.
2: Um, like bleeding out of his back. will <laughs> right.
3: be fine. Yeah, roll around. Um, like, oh man, he'll <laughs> be fine.
1: So they finally, it's like the last. I don't know. It's the third mid mid third act, right? We're like near the end, and they finally give you the reveal that it was the colonel that left Geist for dead on the satellite. They tried cool. to do that to be cool. My immediate thought is: is why didn't you kill this dude way earlier when he was asleep? T- just I mean, either one. You of know them. how many
3: movies wouldn't exist if they would have just killed the guy before you know before the movie started? Don't you do that, Vic? Don't you sit here <laughs> try to make it
0: bring common sense, movie <laughs> movie magic into it, this it, bullshit?
1: Don't you got that. it. <laughs> you can forgive movie logic if the movie's good. This doesn't give you a pass. This guy was in power armor. He crushed a guy's skull, and Geist rolled up on his little Harley Skiff thing. Could have ended the movie there, in it, because Krutzu, Ovildo, Foluginstrime, or whatever.
0: He got Winter Soldier. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? Geist knew there it was the the, the, the guy. And the whole time, he knew. So the whole time, he
1: could have killed him. You know what I mean? Like, if this if this big reveal was supposed to be their rivalry, that... They, they really dropped the ball on that one. He decides he's going to kill him now. Now is a perfect time to kill If All my people are dead. I'm going to kill you now. And then he activates this, his, his, his robot killing machine,
0: who is... I don't... Uh, so this... So- while, while you're trying to find the word to say this, they are starting a mission to celebrate <laughs> Brain Palace, to make it all the way down to the final floor, to walk out where the guy who was starting the mission is going to betray the other guy. They convinced him to let him
1: i say he didn't really
0: want him there in the first place. And then <laughs> use the final guardian
1: of Brain Palace. Right, he's using Brain Palace's tech to try and, and kill his arch rival. It just walks right past. And this robot, <laughs> how he magically co ops I don't know. The best way I can describe it is it's like it starts out looking like a like a Gangayo kind of, you know, like it's this big elaborate mech, and it just doesn't die. <laughs> Every time he kills it, it sheds a layer. Until it's like it's not its final form, yet like every time it he killed it, it's like, "Oh, I'm not done yet. It's final form form of Bionicle. And then it looks like <laughs> this Lego Bionicle stick guide,
2: but it got smaller and smaller. Yeah. it was like a Russian doll. It was like, <laughs> uh, uh. I am I am a wannabe Gundam." And then all of a sudden it, it shrinks down and it goes, "Maybe I'm a Terminator." And then it shrinks down and goes, "Okay, I'm just a crash test dummy." And then seriously.
1: <laughs> and then so then he, he defeats the final form of this robot after some difficulty because he's the most dangerous soldier. And this is my this is one of the, the best parts of this movie. We're here in the final moments. And and the colonel turns around and the little bionicle bot like walks into the room and he's all steaming and you're like, everybody who's ever watched an action movie knows how this is going. And then the robot kick, you know falls down and there's Geist. If
0: he walks on
1: here, the <laughs> right. So then, instead of doing anything, Colonel laughs as Geist grabs his skull and crushes him.
3: Because you can never have too many crushed skulls.
1: Right. So they they do this right. They've we've established. I want to be clear. We've established Brain Palace is the most dangerous place in the, in the planet Jera. and it's had this three level robot death squad and all this shit. Everybody has died trying to get to this place. Colonel gets there, and rather than finishing his mission, turns around and laughs to get his head crushed, right? And all this has happened. And then Hyena Girl walks in. No power armor. No it, power armor. Nothing. Did she take the elevator? Like, how the? where the fuck did she come from?
2: She's in her Conan <laughs> bikini, and she goes, I just hid from everyone. We <laughs> could take over the world. I'm sitting there going, what the Wait. hell? <laughs> Were you hiding in someone's butt? So, I so
3: the employee you know, He <laughs> uh, passed to let her in through the front door.
1: So then this is what, this is probably the thing that makes the most sense to me in this whole movie, is he, he looks over at Hyena Girl, and he realizes, now you know what, fuck it, everybody can die. And he just turns the key to activate the death machine. Re- everybody thinks that Geist is just this this horrible, like, psychotic killing machine. No, no, he just realized he didn't want to exist in the world
0: that she existed in. And then he <laughs> decided to end it all. He thought that that was the one thing that actually made sense.
3: (laughs) And that's probably the last thing that makes any sense.
0: Look, I was like, you know what? They kind of told you right there in the beginning that he is homogenocidal. And every last one of them went crazy. Maybe because all of them were locked up in brain Palace, killing everybody and getting ready to kill. use what, Death Force? Yeah, yeah. This, this... (laughs) The only thing that made sense when he actually hit the button and starts Death force. I was like, well, he kind of told you. It, it,
3: it told you in everything. But Brian, it stops making sense after that.
1: And so here's where we get into an interesting thing. So there's a stinger in this anime. Uh, yeah, so the credits start rolling and you get the stinger and the stinger is just a, a, a still shot of i don't know an armored orgy mess like of design it's like an armored centaur with a giant steel penis or it's like a robotic llama with testicles on his back i don't know the mechanical design is shit that's the point but that's that's the one thing you get is this this robot llama thing and that's where the original ends it doesn't tell you what that is you're assuming it's death force it doesn't show what they do you assume that they've you know eradicated this is it For 10 years. That's how this anime ended for everyone. Until the sequel. Which I didn't watch. But Victor was kind enough to fall on
3: the sword for us. I just had to after that cliffhanger. (laughs) I'll give you the short, short version. It starts off with him hunting down each of the robots in Death Force. Because he turned them on just to hunt them down. Hunt them down when they're off. Don't get it. (laughs) Then there's a city. Right, And you find out the guy that's in charge of the city that's taking in all these refugees is MD number one. <laughs> and essentially, everything gets destroyed as those two are fighting. Everyone dies, essentially. Llama girl survives. <laughs> or hyena girl.
1: Hyena girl. All right, I want to be clear. They've established in their opening crawl that the MDs are most dangerous soldiers and they all went crazy. And nobody thought that their alpha and their beta versions might have been problematic when every final version after that was psychotic.
3: Oh, it gets even better. The doctor that designed the MDs was helping Geist to defeat—I uh, forget what number one's name is—despite the fact that Geist just wanted to kill everything, and number one just had a god complex.
1: So this 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 uh, anime series, we'll call it is uh, an exercise in uh, psychotherapy. One <laughs> it's In that everyone is psychotic. Except Hyena Girl. It's apparently, but she's so heinous that they wanted to eradicate all life. So,
3: <laughs> And they failed with her.
0: You know, I thought I, thought I was going to feel better um, <laughs> talking about this. No. I'm going to go to the Game of five right now. You don't even have to ask me. Go ahead, Brian. Burn up W. And guys is
1: above it. Damn. <laughs> All right. So, so what you're telling me, Brian, is you would rather watch MD Geist than sit up sit through a single session of burn up W. I respect that. Was that what I'm saying? No, I no. No, oh, the other way think... around. You're saying it's worse than burn up W.
0: No, I can't. I I, I, ah! I I This whole thing is I'm I'm it's bad. i need my mundane powers in my head to calculate this. This and is I, mm. I don't know which one I hate more. Oh, so for you,
3: they're
0: crossing, you
1: know, each other. Ten years before you got the director's cut, which added a little bit more footage and a sequel.
3: That made even less sense.
1: Right. Ten years. In anime time, that's like an eternity. In the 80s time, without internet, like that was like forever. forever. Ten years. It got worse. (laughs) Which I didn't think was truly possible.
2: They tried to add glitter to hot garbage. It doesn't work. Glitter doesn't save everything. If Mm -hmm. I had to choose between MD Guys and Burn Up W, I would have to say I would tell my friends about Burn Up W before I told them about MD Guys.
1: Right. I feel like like you could get away with somebody watching. Remember when we covered it, at least the first two episodes. You could get away with letting them watch the first two and being like, so this is kind of a funny spoof on, mm-hmm. you know, on the, on the cops. You can watch this first two episodes, but stop after the yeah, first no. two episodes. I don't know, but I- you can't do that with Geist. You can't. You can't say watch the first ten minutes. There's no, there's no small chunk of Geist that is savable. <laughs> just
2: you can't even you can't even freeze frame on their mecca. You're just looking like yeah.
1: Like how does that move? Like this just. <laughs>
2: Oh. Are you co- are you cosplaying a Mecca? Is that what it so, is?
1: So what's interesting about, and not what's interesting, I guess, just more fuel to the fire, right? Is we had the eighty-six to ninety-six jump, we had the American-driven director's cut, and then we got the sequel later that year, ninety-six, and then months later, we get the comic book, the manga, which is about the prequel. So they weren't satisfied with <laughs> just more anime. They said, we're also gonna do a manga.
2: I know. And someone in Japan went, Oh, Americans.
0: Right. <laughs> so stupid. Um I think the same people that did uh that were responsible for indie guys may have also sent us another thing that we got, and that would have been two girls one cup.
3: So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Is this so
0: is this
1: the anime equivalent of Two Girls One Cup is that what this is?
3: I would have to say no. I'm pretty sure there is a legit anime equivalent. But we're not going to discuss that on this episode.
0: No, no we're not doing that. I can imagine Andre is listening this face like no, dude guys, why did y'all go there? <laughs> you realize I have to add this to the show notes, right?
1: Uh, <laughs> don't name it. Whatever you do, don't name it. Vic, Vic, uh why don't you go ahead and give me your Final thoughts on M.D. Geist and M.D. Geist, too, because I, I don't know if I have the strength to do an episode just on two. We're just going to we're combine them both for this. Yes.
3: For um, so, oh, God, I can't believe when I admit this. Yes, it sucks. Sure. It's horrible. It is a guilty pleasure of mine. If you're a fan of, like, God awful movies from the 80s and 90s, like stuff from trauma films, like the Toxic Avenger and all that stuff. You'll love it if you, you like. Your filthy mouth. If you like things that make sense and that are good, then you will absolutely no. You your filthy
0: mouth. You dirty, dirty man. I will not accept that as your final thought. You will you not finish. No, fuck that.
2: Fuck that. <laughs> take it back.
0: your <laughs> you, you take it back. To finish. No. Oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> fuck that. No. 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 And that's what you thought of? You thought that's finish. Man, fuck that. Hell no. Nah.
3: Just for uh, that, I'm sending you a giant MD guy's poster. No, my ass with it
0: it's in the back. <laughs> with two cups. <laughs> no, fuck that. No, you can do much better than that. You can do much better, do
3: much better. That's what I'm saying. I would not absolutely I would absolutely not recommend it for anyone.
0: No, but we would recommend Toxic Avenger. Have you seen that one lately? Yeah, it's trash. It's not and trash,
3: it. it is trash.
0: Look, I will take the plot of Toxic Avenger over whatever the fuck we got with this <laughs> any
3: day of the week. I'm not saying it's as good or better. I'm just saying if you're into those garbage kind of films. I
0: dare you. I will get on a plane. (laughs) 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 They do You're saying you'll jump
3: on a plane and come out and visit? (laughs) Hey, everyone, MD Geist is phenomenal. (laughs) 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 If you like garbage.
1: Oh, man.
2: So. We have a virtual war.
3: (laughs) Uh, It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't know why. Masturbate. Don't, don't, but
0: don't. (laughs) (laughs) it's not necessary to bring down Tromaville. Tromaville did nothing to you. He's an avenger. He stood up for all of our rights. How dare you? Him and Moppy. I
3: will not sit here. Would you rather me use another one of their properties like Kabuki Cop?
1: You know, Lynette, I would really love to hear your final thoughts on MD
0: Geist. We're listening. Watch your mouth.
2: (laughs) Hey, like like, I, this is what I did. I was like, it, it, it took the worst parts or the most confusing scenes from Mad Max, Conan the Barbarian, and all the other crazy, and Beyond the Thunderdome, you know, like when the big old monster came in. I was like, because every time I watched it, I was like, okay, what's happening? What's going on? I don't know. I'm lost. Was the whole time I'm watching that, and that's what I was like. Yep, this is what happens when you get plopped in the middle of Mad Max. You have no idea why he's in the desert. Beyond the Thunderdorm, you have no idea why he's fighting. And then Conan, you have no idea why he's just sitting there at the end. You know, it was I was all confused. But mostly I was just hoping that the crazy girl would go away. I was like, maybe empty guys should get rid of the crazy girl. <laughs> that might make, the thing girl, make sense. Yeah, and she <laughs> never goes away.
0: Look, I've never heard Lynette ever use words like a pray," but I think now the closest I've ever gotten to Lynette say, like, I prayed she would die. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's the like, only thing it it's like MD guys has brought her closer to religion. It <laughs> <He> was super <laughs> I was like, mundane.
2: <laughs> I was like, maybe they'll get rid of her this time. Maybe.
1: <laughs> so yeah, for lack of, of a better description, this is... I this is universally just it's it's a bad it's a bad film. It's a bad film in in every way possible. Animation quality's bad, mecha design's bad, character progression is laughably bad. Um plot is bad, it's all bad.
2: They tried to combine too many things. That's what it was. But isn't
1: it always that way? Right. seriously now, I know these films are revered but a lot of post apocalyptic Films are just bad in
3: general, especially the ones from the eighties and nineties.
1: Right, and uh, this is sort of par for the course. I I, I think that it takes all it, it wanted to be cool so hard. This was that that nerdy kid in school who just decided instead of embracing the fact that he's a nerd, I'm just going to try as hard as I can to be cool. And you watch him, and you cringe. I'm going to you guys wrong. Okay. Cringe. That's what this movie is for me. This movie is cringe. Now, I can watch, I enjoy a, a good bad movie. I, I, Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter, top tier bad movie. But I, I love watching it. It's horrible. This is not my version of that. Like, if, if, if this was on, and I was flipping through the channels, I would see it and I would just
0: rip the TV off the wall and throw it out the window. I would curse first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm I agree with what you're saying, but there would be profanity. Man, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can get a new TV. I don't even want to reach for the remote. It's like, I would have thrown like a mug. If You know how you're channel surfing and you just press the channel and then you come down and you see and you recognize what you're watching. It would have been right after that that the TV remote would have been thrown at the TV. So
1: yeah, it's it's pretty horrible. I can't. I think I can go the rest of my uh, meager life never revisiting this movie again, and I think I'll be okay. Never. We don't need to. <laughs> and and Vic, I appreciate that you, you enjoy it in its sort of lunacy, midnight, 3 a.m., USA up all night style badness.
3: Yes. <laughs> like Joe Bob Briggs uh, drive-in movies on USA.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is definitely the kind of thing I don't even think MST3K oh, would have touched this. Come uh, on. <laughs> Look, it, I, I'm seeing the value of friendship here. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm not one of those people.
0: Look, I, I see the value of friendship. And, ladies and gentlemen, there are two reactions that you're seeing right now. You see, <laughs> we have been best friends for years. And you're seeing one person who is saying, hey, dude. If you like it, I love it. I want to support you in your habits. That's how you get from cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Take my approach. It's so fuck that, that. dude. (laughs) No, no, this is not what you should be doing. Do not fuck (laughs) that. (laughs) Maybe you need to find, and you know better. You know better. You, you are the, the, uh, you are, you guys are. Gods in my in my world. Oh man, you're saying that in the same breath that you're telling me that you're going to go to Japan. You're <laughs> going to tell me that you. This is a guilty pleasure for you. Hell no. And you, I raised you better. And, and I <laughs> in my this house,
2: Brian staging an intervention.
0: That's it, yes, <laughs> live,
1: am
3: live
1: recording of this intervention. <laughs> Uh, so there you go, folks. i Take take what you will of it. MD Geist is is what it is. I, I feel like we've we don't take it.
0: <laughs> our thoughts on
1: it. So if anybody doesn't have anything else to add, I think that's gonna do it for our show today. I'm more than happy to end this one a little early. <laughs> so uns- to be
2: better than super mundane,
1: right? It's, uh, <laughs> I would hate for this to be super mundane. So until next time, keep calm and... You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd, presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe.